Hello, and welcome to That Faith Life podcast. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging, equipping, and discipling believers as we navigate life together in a world that desperately needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Travis, and I want to say thank you for joining me on this journey in That Faith Life. Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in to That Faith Life with me. Um, Thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, As you can see, the title of this recording today is called When Life Hits. Um, And so, for those of you who have been listening and checking in uh, and whatnot, uh, you know that it's been a while since I've I've last um, recorded. And, and there's some reason to that, and I'll talk about that uh, today. Uh, and, and as the title kind of suggests, uh, for me at least, life has kind of hit in the past few weeks. And so first I want to say thank you for listening to this, and I, I hope today it's encouraging. Yeah, I know it's going to be encouraging for me to be able to talk about just sort of where I've been the last few weeks uh, and, and kind of where I'm at in life and and the effect it's been having on me and my family and whatnot. So some of you know this, some of you don't, but back in September, um, I had routine blood work done, just a regular physical. My doctor does a, uh, you know, a, a lab work before he meets with you. And the lab results came back and showed that my liver enzymes were really elevated uh, to the point where they were concerned. And so I immediately got into the specialist and um, got in there and they kind of did some, you know, tests and, and ran some stuff. I ended up having to, you know, get blood tests again and they came back even higher. Uh, and about that time, Megan convinced me that I needed to go see a holistic doctor. Well, I didn't need to, but, you know, she went a couple years ago and it really benefited her just general health wise. And so I said, well, you know, I might as well try that. So I went there, started um, taking some holistic medicine, and I just felt better. Like, I, I don't really, I'll be honest with you, at first I was kind of skeptic, skeptic, skeptical, excuse me, um, and even like joking with her, like, you know, this, you know, this shade tree doctor is going to heal me. Uh, but it, it did. It actually made a, a, a big difference. So I, I recommend that if um, if you're ever thinking about looking into holistic uh, doctors, um, and I would encourage you to, to check that out. You can email me, message me for my recommendation, who I go see. He's a great guy, awesome. Uh, he's really helped me through this process, and, and he's really the only doctor that's called me and asked how I was doing, checked up on me. My primary didn't do that, um, so I really respect him, grateful for him. Anyways, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a liver biopsy done, um, which was terrible, and I'm an idiot because I told them I didn't want to go under. I wanted to be tough and, you know, let's get out of here, and I wish I would have because that hurt like crazy. So if you ever have a biopsy done, make sure you take the medicine. Got that done, um, kind of discouraging. Got the results back, and it's I guess it... It's not bad news, but it's not good news. They said that they don't know why my liver is inflamed. They see that there's some inflammation, but they have no idea. All of their tests come back 
negative and they just didn't know. And so during this whole process, uh, I've been noticing I, you know, it's kind of gross, but I had blood in my stool and not just like, you know, little smear here and there from like hemorrhoids or something. I mean, like blood, like mucus, it's just it, it, to the point where I was concerned uh, and I kept pushing the the specialists like, hey, I, I need to get this checked out. And they just kept kind of putting it off like, well, you know, we're not really concerned. It's just a little. And I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And they finally said, okay, well, we can do a colonoscopy. We'll get that for you. And um, in my family, my great my grandfather actually had um, some issues and, and, and whatnot. So it's recommended for us males to to get checked up regularly. I've already had a colonoscopy done before, and it's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. If you're under 50, you've never had one before, I'm just going to warn you, it's terrible. Not the procedure itself, the day before, the stuff you have to drink. It really it reminded me. So I don't know if you've ever watched Harry Potter, but it was one of the, during this, um, I think it's um, number five. No, number five or number six. One of those where they're searching for the Horcrux. And, and um, <clears throat> Harry Potter is, is going and he's trying to find uh, a Horcrux and the headmaster, what's his name, uh, Dumbledore. Man, you would forgive me for my lack of Harry Potter knowledge. Dumbledore, Dumbledore takes him and he says, listen, whatever happens, I need to drink this. I think it was like one of the first Horcrux they found, and and it and that scene just pictures it so perfectly about this stuff you have to drink for a colonoscopy, and it was just it was terrible. It was like drinking this, and every drink I was like crying, like no, no, and it just oh my gosh, it was terrible. Anyways, got through that. Um, had a colonoscopy on Tuesday. Um, they called Megan while I was in recovery, and they told her that uh, they got some samples and they were testing them for ulcerative colitis and irritable bowel syndrome. Ulcerative colitis would make sense uh, with the issues that I'm having. It could also inflame the liver uh, and, and whatnot. So, man, I'm, I'm just grateful that I've been having some, um, some answers. That's better than what they said before, where, oh, we don't know what's going on. That's just frustrating completely. But I'll tell you, man, this has been a really hard season um you know when 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 life hits like this things don't slow down like i'm i'm in my last semester in college and and they don't stop for that like i've still had to maintain my reading maintain my studies uh work doesn't stop for that i still have you know church on wednesday night and sundays and and discipleship groups and um going to games and visiting students and counseling with students and, and pouring into leaders. Like I, that stuff doesn't stop. And so I, I've been struggling. I just, I've noticed the past few weeks, like I, I, I've been going in these ruts, of, I guess bouts of depression. And, and I'll be honest, I've struggled with depression early on in my walk with the Lord and anxiety. And I notice whenever my health is not in what I would consider perfect condition, depression really kind of hits me deep uh, and it's just it's been rough um, you know things at home don't stop you still you know I'm still a husband I'm still a father and and you could you, life when life hits you, you just can't stop you got to keep going and it's been encouraging I will say that it's made me realize 
with all of these things that have happened, where my treasure is. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that suffering is one of the cures to shake up worldliness. Um, suffering really strips us of our self-relying tendencies and, and makes us look up. I know for me, the past few weeks, man, I've I've been really just on my knees in prayer and, and asking God to heal me, asking God for wisdom, asking God for peace. And I remember leaving the specialist when they told me that they didn't know, or no, that when they told me that my levels actually went up and they were really concerned. I remember like having a semi-panic attack in the moment, like, oh no, my mind starts racing. Is it cancer? Is it this? Is it that? What about my family? I'm glad I have health, life insurance. Uh, what about my wife? What is she going to do? What about my daughter? Like, and and I, I just have these like crazy thoughts in my in my mind. And I remember driving home, turning on just Christian music, not the radio fluff. Sorry, I'm not a big fan of radio music, but just listening to my iTunes account music, um, and just listening to praise and worship songs and I got to the point where I just turned the turned the music off and I just prayed and said God I don't know what's happening but I trust you and if it's my time Lord then as Paul says to live as Christ and to die is gain and I'll be honest with you that's a hard reality for a 31 year old to take on with a wife and a child and I remember I remember like Years, you know, well, not years ago, but almost two years ago, uh, when Mar- our daughter Sadie Ruth was born, I remember her coming out of the womb. My, I told this to my students of the day, and they told me that, that it was weird that I said womb, uh, but that's what it is. She came. I remember her coming out. The doctors kind of, you know, made she she came out screaming, so they made sure she was, uh, you know, okay, looked healthy, appearance, and they laid her on her mom's chest, and I remember her pushing off. And looking at me and I just remember that moment it was so surreal and I remember just connecting my eyes with hers and looking and and just what I had hoped for what I had prayed for was now realized and it just completely changed me like from that moment on uh, I would say I became a man like before you know I was a man and yeah all this all this but when I saw her I realized my responsibility and my duty as a father and as a husband it was amplified, and I became a man. Um, I'm still becoming a man, whatever that means. And I remember just weeping with my wife, tears of joy. Um, and, and so I remember that moment, and I remember how joyous those occasions are like that. And then I read in Scripture, and I hear Paul's words, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Whether we live, and, and then go in Second Corinthians, he says, whether we live or whether we die, we make it our aim to please him. And, and so I wrestle with this question, like, God, is it really better? And I know that's, that's, that's almost blasphemous to say, but experiencing the birth of my daughter and, and marriage and family and, and just the joys of ministry, like, it, Paul says, listen, to be with Christ is far better. And so for me, this whole process, when, when life is sort of hit in my life, it's made me realize that that Christ is better. And in a weird way, I can't really explain it, but I got to the point 
through all of this, this suffering and this pain and just looking and saying, God, if it's my time, if I am going to be with you, then I am going to rejoice. Yes, I'm going to miss my wife. Yes, I'm going to miss my daughter. But I'm going to be with you. And that is far better. And so I just want to read a scripture, a passage to you. It's a long scripture. It's really almost the whole uh, chapter of uh, chapter 8 of Romans. But I really just want to read it and encourage you with that. And then uh, and, and show you how that's been an encouragement to me. So in, in chapter 8, verse 18, it says this, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to fertility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope, for who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what, we, what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom He predestined, He also called. And those whom He called, He also justified. And those whom He justified, He also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And I read this passage and I think about the goodness that God has shown me. Life has sort of hit, and I mean, it, life has hit in my life, and, and things have, are going in directions that I don't really want them to go. Ulcerative colitis is, I'm pretty sure it's, it's going to be that diagnosis, and, and you know, that's just not something that, that heals uh, with medicine. Uh, it takes time, takes a diet change, takes all of these things, and uh, honestly, it's, it's been kind of discouraging. It's been encouraging to know that there's some answer. But it's discouraging to know 
um, you know, this, this sort of thing happening. But I read these verses and I believe. I believe that God is working. I know He's working in my life and my heart and I trust this. I trust verse 28 and we know that those who love God, all things work together for good for those who called according to His purpose. So, when life hits, what do you do? Well, I'll be honest with you. My first inclination is to sulk, turn on Netflix, and veg out. But the truth is, I need God. You need God. And my encouragement to you, and my encouragement to myself, is to seek the Lord's face. Is to trust Him. Is to dig deep and to lay hold of His promises, to live as Christ and to die as gain. Let, let whatever is happening when life hits be the tool that draws you closer to the Father. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, man, just, I've had such an uh, incredible um, encouragement from people. Uh, people. Some people have noticed that I haven't, you know, done a podcast in a, in a while and they've asked, hey man, when, you know, when's your next podcast and, and whatnot. So thank you guys for listening. This is, uh, at the beginning I told you, this is sort of a hobby. I really enjoy doing this sort of thing. Uh, so thank you for those who are listening. And as always, I hope that the Lord continues to work in your life and in my life. And thank you for your prayers and encouragement. And until next time. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to That Faith Life Podcast. Just want to say thank you for listening, and please be sure to rate and follow this podcast. Also, be sure to like and follow our accounts on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, may God be big in your life.